Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Jenna Bush Hager is expecting her third child with husband Henry Hager. What? Jenna Bush Hager <laughs> is expecting her third child with husband Henry Hager. I don't care. I'm pregnant, the journalist 37 told her Today Show co-anchors on she Monday. She just got April a new 22nd. job. She just got a new job. I'm only telling because Mila and Poppy found out yesterday in their Easter baskets. I don't like how people talk about their family as if we know who they are. It's like when people <laughs> refer to their, it's like when people that refer to their significant other by their first name. It's like, oh, well, you know, I was with John over the weekend. And it's like, I don't know your life and I don't know who John is. Well, it's funny because it took us 40 years to like learn about Cody. So like, I feel like like <laughs> now I know so much about Cody, which is Kathy Lee's son. So like, mm-hmm. you need to give me at least 45 years to learn about like whoever your kids are. Slash, I definitely don't watch it anymore with Who's her. Mila? No. Oh, no. She's I know. Aw- she's awful. Well, because I still love Hoda. Well, she saw Hoda was adopting another kid, and she was like, yeah, well, no, I, I need Hoda. to do it. It's just pure pressure. So the thing about Jenna Bush Hager being pregnant is that there's nothing else to say about it. Okay, cool. I just wanted to start with a little news, a little news item. That was wonderful. It took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting it, and I didn't <sighs> care. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe you would care a little bit, but you didn't care at all. But, like, do I normally care about Jenna Bush Hager? No, no okay. one does. So, right. There we go. And the people who do care are like, quickly dwindling so let's talk about game of thrones no what did you think Lindsay? <laughs> you watched it <laughs> of course i did i don't know i just feel like it's just crazy to me that it's just like appointment tv for everyone only for four more weeks and then it's done like who's gonna talk to you over. you know who what what water like this is our water cooler like this is our office yeah like, there's nothing else that, and there's i'm like nothing else to and talk i about. don't watch it so i'm like i don't know if i worked in an office i would totally pretend to watch it i'd be like yeah, I'd read one um, recap and I'd be like, Sansa, yeah, Sansa. <laughs> Sansa, yeah, love her, love her. Can you yes, believe Sansa. what happened to Sansa? <laughs> Sansa? But I literally can't even think of another character. The dragons, honey. Melisandra? Is that person still Melisandra, there? I think she hasn't been you around don't even all season. Know. So you I don't, don't know. even fucking know. I know who she is, but she hasn't been around all season. See, that's why I hate this show. People There's so many people who were literally the stars of the show. I don't know if she's around. Sorry. Would that happen on Friends? No. No, I, I know she's Phoebe? not around. I don't know I just... if she's around. Is Phoebe alive? I don't know if she's around. She's around. She's a friend. I don't know if she's around. Oh, Phoebe, they killed her off. Yeah. <laughs> Phoebe, she died. Oh, they killed oh, her off pale. in season two. Are you kidding? I'm like, oh, okay, that she... makes sense. Where's Chandler? Oh, I don't know if he's around. There's only so many characters. <laughs> Well, the thing about this season is that everyone's around now. Everyone's coming together. Yeah, because it's the finale. they got to bring the family back together. It's like, the gang's all here. The gang is all here, Lindsay. In honor of Easter, I guess Game of Thrones wanted the storyline to have a little Easter bunny hop, hop, hopping into that pussy. And that's the take. Okay, well, let's start with our first story of the day, Wait, which is that... Wait, can you tell everyone about what? the birthday gift I gave you? Oh, my God. <laughs> so... Today is my birthday, which means yesterday is my birthday. Oh, I forgot. Happy birthday. For my birthday, Lindsay got me a cameo. And the cameo, which you can play part of here, is uh, uh, a little little person we know as Life with Mac uh, wishing me a happy birthday. But while, because Lindsay's deranged, while reenacting the ship sinking scene of Titanic.
so it's life with Max whispering in her in her full ASMR voice reenacting Titanic like with pieces of paper and then like in front of a green screen and sort of leaning over and falling over (laughs) wait I just sent you what I sent life is Mac so Lindsay wrote hi Mac hi Mac can you do ASMR and pretend that it's the Titanic the movie and before the ship sinks you must wish Bobby a happy 33rd (laughs) birthday also tell him that me Lindsay appreciates him for always being a good business partner and pal XOXO and that's exactly what life with Mac did she is the best cameo maker. There is no one better. I literally cannot believe what I got. What I wasn't expecting, so she gave me the thing and I realized it was a, it was a cameo from Life with Mac. I'm an idiot. I didn't realize, of course, she'd be whispering the entire thing. And she yeah, whispers she the entire thing. She does it in ASMR, duh. She really is a, a genius. And had she had you given me this before December 31st, she would have beat Olivia Coleman and Glenn Close for Best Actress. Absolutely. I mean, when she taps her long-ass fingernails against literally anything, I just, I, I fully chills and i don't even have asmr i don't have it and she gives me chills with her work she is also a supporter of gay rights so i appreciate obviously damn i should not everyone not everyone is is as big of an ally as life with mac i mean to reenact titanic even though she'd only seen it once many years ago and literally she's nine years old so i don't know how like that works but but i haven't seen it in many years i'm like you are only many years old but that's fine (laughs) Unless you saw um, it anyways, in utero, utero for the first time. I utero. don't really know what you're talking thank about. Thank you so much for that <laughs> gift, Lindsay. You're I'm welcome. so glad you made me thank you in front of all of our listeners. Wow, really nice for you. Really nice for you. It was a great gift. I want to start the show by talking about really boring stuff, which is that the National Enquirer, I'm quoting the Washington Post here, the National Enquirer is being sold for $100 million to James Cohen, the CEO of Hudson News. Sort of like the hooier counterpart to David Pecker's Theminess. Well, we all know if you live in New York, you know Hudson News because there are literal Hudson News stands. Um, But I think he owns Mm -hmm. many other things that you would also be familiar with that I can't name, but... Hudson News as a brand is the name of, like, the overall company that does distribution of magazines and periodicals and newspapers, whatever, up and down the eastern seaboard, I believe. Yes. And they are um, the world's largest operator of airport newsstands. Sometimes they're just called Hudson, you know? Sometimes if people don't know, or just, like, news. Sometimes they're – it's funny how – I think that they also own all of those stores that have the other names. I think you know? they well, I think you know they like license when them. When you go into a when you go yeah. into a store and it's like, yeah, so they they like 
yeah, they license them. So it's like you go into a store and it's like the CNN store, the Rolling or Stone like store, the the Wall the Wall Street yeah. Journal store. But it's just a Hudson News. It's a Hudson News with in drag. It's a Hudson News in media drag. But that's kind of not what we're talking about here. So I think National no. Enquirer, <laughs> AMI, we had an you know we were talking about them because they own now Us Weekly. They own. Basically, every tabloid except for people they own, right? And it's run by this guy, David Pecker. Mm-hmm. And David Pecker was friends with Donald Trump. And then a lot of this stuff came into the fact that National Enquirer was doing a lot of um, catch catch and carry. Carry and carry and what's it called? Mm-hmm. Catch and uh, no, catch, catch and, and kill, kill, where they were buying. You're about to call it well, catch and release. Starting Jennifer Garner and Jack Black. This bit. Uh, where they were buying um, news stories like in like for other people essentially and then not running them, killing them. Um, and mm-hmm. this just got sold. But what's kind of sus- – everyone's kind of insinuating, oh, like now, the, you know, they, the, uh, AMI and David Pecker, whoever, didn't want to pay because they kept getting sued for all these different things. Like National Enquirer has actually broken a lot of news recently. They broke the text messages, the Amazon thing. They broke that. They broke mm-hmm. – what was before it? The big thing they broke before that. Um, oh, obviously the Trump uh, stormy The thing. Trump thing. The, the biggest thing they've broken since Trump is the is the Jeff right. Bezos thing. So there's a lot of things happening and – they're claiming that they didn't want to like legally be responsible for that, so they sued, they sold, um, but they sold for a hundred million, which is actually crazy because that is so much more money than I expected them to be worth. Because oh, it's like, yeah. who's buying the National Enquirer? Like, they're who's still know. buying it? That's what I. That's what this... I want to know. I mean, it must. I mean, we ask these questions as though no one is, but obviously people are. It's just I never see it. So who are the? I mean, I guess it's old people. It's people who watch Fox News. I guess it's that. That's right, the Venn but diagram like, without. Without older that, Fox News. They don't really read the internet. I know, but without that, like, maybe they're not going to be that way anymore. I don't, I mean, it's so strange. And they so it says, the paper sold an average of 516 copies per issue as recently as 2014, but that number has fell to, to, to 218,000 in December, according to data. So it's like... 516,000 So now copies. it's 218,000 copies per year, per issue. Per month. Oh, per issue. Oh God, per yeah. year would be terrible. Yeah. So it's weird because – so they're saying it's very high because the Boston Globe sold for $70 million oh, week, and, they're and also... Bezos uh, paid $250 million for the post that same year. I think what they claim, which is interesting, is that this guy, Cohen, he wants to use the archive for documentaries and podcasts. So he's looking at – remember how Us Weekly did that um... big documentary slash podcast about uh, Natalie Wood, I think – they're cl- would, yeah. they say in this that he wants to use he wants to take the National Enquirer brand and use it versus okay. literally just selling. So he's basically in it. He's in it for the catalog, not exactly. for what they're doing now. So like even if the even if the National Enquirer Enquirer quits publishing entirely, he still has access to like a a, a, a treasure trove right. of journalism. But as Bobby that pointed he can out, adapt. basically even the AMI and Hudson Media are still in a collaboration because basically they bought the tabloid but it's still staffed by ami people like they're just keeping Mm -hmm. it the same office it's got the same editors and you know new york post obviously wrote a whole post about whether the guy who runs the inquirer will continue to run the inquirer that's unclear but they seem chummy if not if not actual friends they seem chummy to the point where it's like this this hudson news guy doesn't want to wreck david pecker's life you know they seem friendly. You, you suggested, I mean, we have no fucking idea, but they could be friends who no. are going into kind of like a they financial, like, can you buy the National Enquirer from me? And then like, I'll help you deal with it. 
will you help me out? Yeah. And it's that sort of seems like what's happening. But what do I know about business? I know, what am I, Tess McGill? I know nothing about I don't know business. either. But that is not a bad guess because that mm-hmm. seems likely. But Lindsay found the truly important part of the story, which is that <laughs> the owner of the Hudson Group, James Cohen, has a daughter and the daughter recently had a bat mitzvah and it cost over $1 million and they paid Nick Jonas to perform six songs. How much did they pay him? $300,000 and they brought her out in the bat mitzvah in a giant clam shell? Was that what it was? Oyster shell? I couldn't shell? tell. Sort of I saw it on shell? Instagram. I couldn't tell. This bat mitzvah was incredible. It was in 2015. Her name is Jacqueline with a Y. And <laughs> Jacqueline. it was in a tent in their home in, in New Jersey with Nick Jonas performing. And let me tell you, it was themed Lily Pulitzer. 2016. <laughs> Lily Pulitzer. The party had showgirl dress dancers, butlers, robots, and segues. All the things that you loved in 2016. Flamingos everywhere. It was wild. Everywhere flamingos everywhere. Lily Pulitzer themed bat mitzvah. I mean, I'm not one to talk. My bat mitzvah did not have a theme. So, like, I wasn't even cool. But Lily Pulitzer themed bat mitzvah. (laughs) I always think of the the promos for my Super Sweet 16 because they always played... The, the promos were always the same and they played the same clips and all of them at least for one or two seasons and the clip they would use over and over again was this woman or this girl like a 15 6 year old girl looking into the camera and doing like rock hands and going this is the sickest party I've ever been to and it was like you're 15 <laughs> I love those ads <laughs> even as like a teen myself I was like this is ridiculous I mean this is the sickest party I've ever been to and it's like someone's super sweet 16 in new jersey you know what now that i think about it do you know what a really fun um theme would be for a bar mitzvah if i had one right now what what everlane if you're asking me if that if you're saying bobby that's not a theme i say it is a theme i show up wearing all everlane and i ask everyone to give me everlane for my bar mitzvah does everyone else also wear their favorite everlane yeah everyone has to come up in their favorite everlane there's so many and they have to to buy you everlane yeah so it's exclusive it's the everlane Bat mitzvah. Bar mitzvah? Bar mitzvah. The Everlane bar mitzvah. Yeah. No, I just want to spawn bar mitzvah is what I want to do. Bobby's Everlane bar mitzvah hashtag ad. <laughs> yes. Hashtag spawn. It'd be really it. good. And you know why? Because Everlane makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. We talk about this Everlane all the time. This would be your half Torah portion. Everlane. Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. They want you to know what you're paying for and why, so they tell you their real costs and are radically transparent about every step in the process. From the materials they use to the ethical factories they work with, their clothes look better, cost less, and last longer. Because Everlane sells directly to you, their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. Lindsay, what is your favorite Everlane right now? You're still laughing at my at my joke. I wore my Everlane raincoat over the weekend because it rained. I carried my tote to one event, um, but not all my events because I like having an option. Um, and I wore my Everlane linen shirt last night to my birthday dinner, and I got a lot of compliments. You did. It looked great. And also, I am back in my silk shirts. It's silk shirt season. Silk Time shirt to break season. out the boxy silk shirts. We love them. They're back. Um, and right now, you can check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash who. Plus, you'll get free shipping on your first order. That's everlane.com slash who. Everlane.com slash who. There have been a lot of breakups 
three this week, big breakups. Three big sad breakups. What's happening? It's summer. It, people have they've cuffing season is over. They've had enough of their of their bows. They're done with it. It's these were three. I will say very surprising ones too. Like it wasn't usually. Sometimes when people break up, Bella, Maud, Son, etc. Like, although I was surpri- I was surprised with that. Like usually, I'm just kind of like, oh, like this this Love Island chap and this like you know whoever person mm-hmm. like big Who deal. Cares? Like their time their time has run its course. But these were three big breakups. Well, they were very One high was, profile, very a listy. They were breakups that they were breakups. Um, relationships whose foundations were incredibly well covered and like sweet where it was like all these women like oh they finally found the one oh thank god for them or they met in like a sweet way or they were like super like reclusive in a sweet way anyways the first one was the reclusive one which was Adele and her husband whose name is Simon Konecki who you like never heard about or heard from like Adele is like a single name only, and yet her husband like could not have named you him unless you like reminded me what it was. They broke up, um, and literally just like announced it. Just announced it. Just there announced was no it. comment. But there's no comment or anything. And so it's over. And I had forgotten. So I was looking up. I was trying to remember when they met, and. There was something I don't even I don't think that I remember this happening. So this wasn't even something that I remembered. But when they started dating in 2011, the first photos of them were in early 2012 and she blogged about it. And her first blog post about it um, was on January 17th, 2012. You can find it in the Wayback Machine. She deleted it since, but it says on her blog, on her blog, remember when she blogged? Uh, no. This is the first I and don't. last time I will comment on the details of my relationship with Simon. Contrary to reports and headlines in the press today, Simon is divorced and has been for four years. Everyone in our lives separately, wait, everyone in our lives separately and together wish us nothing but the best and vice versa. These are the facts. Take care and see you all in February XX. So this was based on a series of rumors and like gossip news that was coming out around that time uh, in which people were saying that Adele was dating a guy who was still married. Adele was dating mm. a father who was still married. And then it turns out mm. she was like, no, no, he divorced four years ago. But then all these reports, they actually didn't get divorced until 2011. So it's like, who knows who, what to believe. But Isn't this like in legally documented somewhere that you could find out? I don't know if you can do that in the UK. I think here you can. I don't know if that's easy, it's as easy to get in the UK, but I could also be pulling that out of my ass. The point is we got over that hump really quickly because we were like, oh, my God, Adele's so happy. Thank God. But I, re- I didn't remember any of this. Me they either. met in 2011. Um, he They were spotted together in Florida where his relatives live but he's british and he went to he's a charity entrepreneur new i don't know if that is a thing well he he went he to started a charity boarding school he went to eaton he's like very he's like from upper crust british people he went to eaton he went to like where prince william went he went to where benedict cumberbatch right. went right. he also like right. used to work at lehman brothers and then he quit and started a charity mm-hmm. so when he started when he started this charity, that was one of the first signs that they were together because Adele was promoting the charity on her socials and was like, donate to this charity. And then they were like, oh, it's Simon's charity. But she was horny. So she, she said, was donate horny. To she charity. was so horny for this guy. And then they got married. Well, then they had a baby. Then they got He's married. Cute. He's I find cute. Him cute. He's older than she is. Whatever. She was happy. She releases an album that's finally happy. And it's like, oh, because she's happy. Now they're broken up. Now they're broken up. Now and she's going up. to gay bars with Jennifer Lawrence. Honestly, Adele date women. Stop it. Adult date women. Stop it. It's crazy. You know what's actually so crazy? I didn't even think about this. Mm. J-Law just got engaged and Adele got divorced. Do you think that J-Law's like, what the fuck, bitch? I was like single for years and like 
uh, like, and you were married. Now you're fucking single. And then Jennifer I think Lawrence J-Lo. will get divorced too. And then they'll be friends. Yeah, like I don't think they're going to be in love is what I mean. I mean, they're like, they should hang out as single yeah. gals on the town is what I'm saying. Um, So that's what's happening. Who else? Who else? Goes, Michelle who Williams. White Michelle Williams. This is shocking. Split, yes. The rollout of the this rollout relationship was, hilarious. was so fucking elaborate that they broke up less than a year later is It was the most random rollout because it was like, oh, Michelle's on the cover of Vanity Fair for some reason promoting literally nothing. And then, uh, like... Promoting her marriage. And then inside the story, it's like, oh, and also she's married to this guy whose name is Phil Elvirum. Who is this guy? Oh, he's, like, vaguely in music. He's in music. And they both had, like, sad personal histories, you know? his... Hers is obviously depressing, and we all know it. His was, like, so depressing. We didn't know it. And then if you read up on it, you'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, it's sort of sad. So his, we talked about this, so his, let's not Yeah, we don't have to again. go in, back into it again. But they both, the, the, the narrative around it was it was, like, these two people in mourning, these, like, two pretty people. Um, they're so a private. And a widower, yes. They're in mourning, and they fall in love. Oh, we're so happy for her. It's been so long, honey. Like, we're so happy for Michelle. And now suddenly they're broken up, unceremoniously, just like, they're broken up. It's done. Sad. That's just so Never would have sad. expected it. Maybe Adele's I could see coming. Maybe. Well, because we hadn't seen him in we so long. Him long and and like, then she's, she she's needs, you know, she's around with Jennifer out Lawrence. With J Law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So And then I would argue the most surprising break <laughs> No. Is the uh Anna Camp and Skylar Aston of Pitch Perfect, two stars of Pitch Perfect, yeah. are breaking up after two years of marriage. They had the I would you could say the most pitch perfect marriage I thought yeah this this perfect couple you know not Britney Snow and straight Ben Platt uh, they I thought they had it all Stra- <laughs> wait I'm sorry do you just call her not Britney Snow and him straight Ben Platt yeah. incredible not Britney Snow <laughs> also and straight Ben the Platt. lead of this page six just says Aka no <laughs> Anna Camp and Skylar Aston split two years after marriage Aka no. Aka, no. We can confirm this that we have decided to, to separate, and this decision was mutu- mutually made with God. And this decision was made mutually and amicably. We kindly ask for privacy as we navigate this transition. Too many adverbs. Too many adverbs. <laughs> Send them a cease and desist. <laughs> Me complaining about this thing. Too many adverbs. You don't need it. It's just funny because I'm like, wow, like I could not imagine them breaking up, and literally all that I know that they have in common is that they were in a movie together. I'm like, they're perfect. They're Aka they've been perfect in a movie for each together. other, and you know what? Many now they're movies broken together up. they've been in. Aka no is as they say. Aka no. So those are the three big breakups of the week. Can you believe it? Oh, actually, there was another breakup that you didn't that you didn't mention. Lindsay, didn't did you put these? Did you put this with the breakups uh, intentionally? Yeah. That Shay Mitchell broke yes. up with her front tooth. <laughs> yes. She, much like much like you and your tooth, Shay Mitchell also is having a front tooth well, her, issue. But she lost hers instead of falling on her face. Her whole she lost tooth hers while eating off. a bagel. When she was eating That's a bagel. That's insane from eating a bagel. What was this bagel? Where was it from? How old was it? Also, Why are you did she have bagel? fake teeth? Like, did she have, like, thin teeth? Because celebrities get, you know, caps and veneers and stuff. Like, were her teeth weak? Did she have thin teeth? Because, <laughs> you know, you shave them down. I don't know. But I guess Shay, you don't do anything with the thin? roots. I mean, literally, though, like, at, like what's going on with your tooth? Some your people teeth are have strong bad enough teeth. To they with... just, you know, genetically have bad teeth. Okay, Maybe this is a cover bagel? story for something more dark. Maybe she fell as well, like me, but she's too embarrassed. This is our free Britney. We're like, what was the bagel? What is your tooth? This is honestly, I don't trust any of it. You're saying you don't trust sucks. that Shay Mitchell was eating a bagel when her tooth fell out, that it was something else. Yeah. It was sort of like the Miranda Why? Lambert fall. Remember the Miranda Lambert? No, Carrie Underwood fall. Maybe like something So we're putting else it on the happened. record. Shay Mitchell breaking up with her tooth. 
is weird. What does that mean? We don't know. I'm just saying she says this is what happens when you eat a bagel sandwich. I'm sorry. That is slander against bagels that don't. I had a bagel sandwich this weekend and it was amazing and I have all my teeth. So I don't know what to tell you, Shay Mitchell. I'm just saying it's weird. It's weird. You know what could have caused Shay Mitchell's tooth to fall out? What? Stress. Oh, no, you're right. Maybe maybe her teeth were weak from stress. I'm no doctor, and I don't even know if there's a causal relationship here, but I do know one thing. Stress is a worldwide epidemic. People are working longer hours. People like Shay Mitchell. They're inundated with the constant (laughs) news cycle. People like Shay Mitchell. And they're more connected than ever before, as you can tell, because Shay Mitchell Instagrammed her tooth loss. Stress is a part of life, but it can very easily affect our overall well-being. Just ask Shay Mitchell. Um, that's why Lindsay and I are partnering with Calm, which is the number one app to help you reduce your anxiety and stress and help you sleep better. I love Calm. It really does help me sleep better. That's not even bullshit. More than 40 million people around the world have downloaded it, including me. And if you head to calm.com slash who, that's C-A-L-M dot com slash who, you will get 25% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes guided meditations. It includes sleep stories. Whatever you go to sleep, they're like bedtime stories for adults. And they have soothing music. Again, to help you calm out. And right now, hooligans get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash who, C-A-L-M dot com slash who. Get unlimited access to all of Calm's content today at calm.com slash who. I'm talking to you, Shay Mitchell. Speaking of weird, do we think I put this in here? Did you see that Emma Roberts is trolling all of us? By like pretending like she's engaged, I don't care. Pretending like she's engaged. Walk, she's not. Rocking around with Garrett Headland, like ring ring finger out, showing off her ring. Blah, like, blah, The blah, way blah. that she's holding it is so, it's so funny. She's trolling us. She's a troll. She's funny. She's, she's basically trolling. a comedian at this she's point. She's trolling. But this is what I care about. This is the couple I care about. Okay. Fucking Danny Olivia Colpin, Danny Amendola. I, and Zed. First of all, I hate these couple. I just want to put it out there. I hate them. I think, I hate sports and she does nothing. So I... Every She's time, a model. Every time they're what in the news. Is she a model squad? Yes, she is. She was at Yuck. Coachella first Who weekend. Who wasn't? Okay. I mean, a lot of people, honestly. It was like kind of a weird crowd this year. And she uh, hooked up or hung out with slash her, we heard she hooked up with Zed. Bobby's favorite. How do you feel about Zed hooking up with Olivia Culpo? I just want Zed to be happy. So if he hooked up with Olivia Culpo and that made him happy, then good for him. And good for Olivia Culpo, honestly. What happened was Olivia Copel supposedly I hate saying her name. Olivia C hopefully Olivia, ho- Olivia C. supposedly this is the Bachelor. Olivia C yeah, basically. Olivia C supposedly hooked up with Zed. And Danny Amendola, the um sports player who she broke up with recently, or they broke up with each other, he shared a since deleted video. I love when Us Weekly reports on deleted Instagrams. A since deleted video on his Instagram on Thursday of himself lying in bed shirtless watching pulp fiction. And you know that part in Pulp Fiction where it's he says Zed's dead? Zed's dead, baby. Zed's Bruce dead. Willis does. Bruce Willis. And it's just him shirtless in bed watching this one clip. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, we know what you're doing, Danny Amendola. But in case that wasn't clear, which apparently it wasn't clear enough for him, he then posted another Instagram. This guy, it's like, get off, get get this guy's password away from him. He posted another <laughs> Instagram in which he wrote. I mean, I don't want to read this whole thing, but it's like, I believe there should be a boundary between private and social media. Olivia believes in fishbowl media. Oh, my God. Olivia Ugh. believes in a fishbowl mi- lifestyle. This fundamental difference was huge in our relationship. If you're my real friend, you know I'm private. You're posting this on Instagram. My mother, brother, father, sister, blah, blah, <laughs> nephew are closest to me in the world, and you don't see one photo of them, and that's for their protection and those who criticize and judge. I believe in nailing pictures in frames. 
on the inside of my house to remind those. Okay, I can't. Olivia chooses. No. This is the shadiest. Olivia chooses. Cause it's so funny because Olivia Culpo is literally everywhere. So I fully buy this. Like, she really is this person. Yeah, but also, who cares? We all know this. You're not revealing anything right. surprising about Olivia Culpo. Oh, right. Olivia Culpo wants attention? Big Duh. fucking news. She chooses and wants to be noticed on the internet and in Hollywood to make money, which was hard for me to understand but quickly had to learn. Whereas the cost of fame in this world doesn't appeal to me, I play ball for one reason, and that's respect. The only reason I'm writing this post, whether I like it or not, we lived in the public eye. Some of it was amazing. I've met the nicest people. Okay, Olivia, blah, 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 blah. Where is it? We celebrated as often as we could, and the sex was fucking crazy, too. She gets so mad at me for not posting her on social media, and I think this shit is sometimes fake and sometimes toxic, but sometimes beautiful. And I felt like we she had enough pictures online anyways. <laughs> she's like, can you believe this? they spent their whole relationship? She's like, babe, post me. Babe, post me. Babe, why won't you post me? Babe, post me. <laughs> This line, truth is, I have a whole cell phone of funny, embarrassing, sexy pics IG would love to hate, love to have. But this is the part that we got the TMZ push alert about. We've been on and off for a long time and not together as of late. Not sure what's in the future, but the only thing I care about is her all caps happiness. And if that's dancing with scrawny little fucks, so be it. He's referencing Zed there. And also he spelled scrawny, S-C-R-O-N-Y, which is why I'm so mad at Fucking TMZ's TMZ alert that we both got when we were together, correcting his spelling. How dare he, they? Them and Us Weekly, all Put the tabloids quote scrawny little fuck. His he spelled he did not spell scrawny correctly. TMZ, do not put a quote. He you was sick. scrawny, scrawny, scrawny little fuck. Scrawny. My beautiful XGF, Providence's finest, and Baker's Bay pancakes. And like I don't know what happened to him. I mean scrawny. he has NFL brain. Scrawny. Scrawny. Like, are we surprised that a, are we surprised that a football player like someone whose job is to get head injuries like wrote a sort of indecipherable Instagram post? But I get what he's saying, although it's mm-hmm. very rude to her. And so he deleted that because obviously get that out of here. And he posted a picture yeah. of himself like dancing and wrote, "Now that that's over, let's party." But that's not that's the really funny. Also, that makes me like Danny Amendola. People are like, "We saw that Instagram you deleted. Like just because you deleted doesn't mean it still exi- it doesn't like exist in our memories." And then he had to literally say he had to write another Instagram. Meanwhile, now we're up to like four. In- the whole thing is this guy doesn't want to post Instagrams. Meanwhile, now he's posting 14 Instagrams to get to Did the end Did you see my this. favorite Instagram of his where mm-hmm. he said it was a photo of him singing with, I believe, uh, uh, what's the guy who married Rene Zellweger? Uh, K- what? Kenny Chesney. Yo, yeah. I think it's him and Kenny Chesney. And then it says, people won't often remember what you said. They will remember how you made them feel. It's like, Danny... We're all reading about you now because of what you said. That's the only thing we're talking about right now. I know. And what literally you said. all Olivia wanted was a post of her. And instead you've posted 45 times about her, but not while you're together. When you could have just mm-hmm. solved this by posting one photo of her when you were together. So then he wrote on Instagram, which he also deleted. What I meant to say yesterday was that the media and general public have no idea what goes on behind closed doors. I don't participate in fake intangibles that can consume the public eye. I'm a private single guy. And if everyone's happy, I'm happy. And then he didn't. Then he did another selfie. He dropped a selfie that he also deleted and wrote, fake people have an image to maintain. The real ones just don't care. And I think his teammate wrote, like, delete your Instagram. I think he commented, delete your Instagram. Oh, my God. Just like people... Adults, people in their 30s talking like they're in high school. Fake people. Fake people. Who talks about fake people over the age of 18? I normally would be like, I cannot believe this guy. But Olivia Culpo 
is so everywhere to me without having done anything that I could even pinpoint that I kind of like see what he's saying about her because can you imagine being with that person? No, but I can't imagine being with Danny Amendola either. Fair. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but I can't imagine being with Zed, sweeties. Okay. Um, oh my God. Like, gotta, poor Zed. Zed's just I know, like I gotta trying to Zed. Also, now Zed is a bit now. I have to, Zed is my crush, I guess. It's you canon at this him. point. You love him. Zed's canon. You have a crush on him. It's canon. God, I don't. I don't. You do. It's canon. You love Zed. You're obsessed with Zed. You love him. Okay, I never clicked this story. Um, so there are two new queer people in town. Actually, there are three. Here's the deal. We're not, I love like, it. Welcome to ben the neighborhood. Ben is kind of back. I'll make on, you cake. I'll make you a cake. Ben is back on Tyler Blackburn. I don't remember who he is, but he was on Pre Little Liars and he's on Roswell. He's on Roswell, New Mexico. He's Iconic who weekly spawn Roswell. Tyler mm-hmm. Blackburn, he is queer. But the best part is at the same, around the same time, which was literally a few days ago, Raider R Line had an exclusive incredible exclusive uh their headline was sexual confession ewan mcgregor's daughters clara and esther reveal their bisexuality yes daughters daughters i love this because don't aren't ewan mcgregor's daughters don't they like hate ewan mcgregor definitely the they hate him because yeah. wasn't he he left he their yeah mom he cheated on their mom what's her face yeah. elizabeth mm-hmm. something something mary elizabeth actress. winstead mary elizabeth winstead yes okay, whatever but they got in a fight with the coachella founder who is who wouldn't? Terrible. He's homophobic. He supports homophobic, like, causes, basically. And has pro-gun views. He's terrible. So they wrote, Esther McGregor wrote via Instagram, not okay, cello. That was a hashtag. I'll take the time. <laughs> and this is the best. I'll take the time now to say I'm bisexual. And that, if that wasn't good enough, the sister, Clara Reply. McGregor, replied and said, I'm bisexual too. Carry on. What? Wild. Two McGregor bisexuals iconic. What what you need what you need what you need what you need is a headline that's like a Daily Mail headline that's like you and McGregor's daughters reveal bisexuality amid Coachella boycott or something like that. No, this has to be amid Coachella Coachella boycott. You mean yeah. you don't like sexual confession? <laughs> sexual confession. Or, or no, you know what? The Daily Mail does, the, the the thing that things are happening amid is usually the more controversial thing. So it would have to be Ewan McGregor's daughter, McGregor daughters, Clara and Esther boycott Coachella amid bisexuality reveal. No, it would, be, it would be, it would be that, but then it would be amid like Notre, Notre Dame fire. Like it would have amid to be Notre- something, it would have to be something so completely unrelated and it's like not even near what it's what's going on with them you know mcgregor daughters clara and esther announced bisexuality and boy and boycott of coachella music festival amid notre dame fundraising goal or exactly being met or something like that That's it would good. imply they were related but in fact these girls said nothing about notre dame just about their own bisexuality which i love which i do I love. love we can move on i just so they're bisexual yeah. um tyler of- clara and the other one, bisexual. I already forgot her name. What is her name? Elizabeth. Esther. No, Esther. that's, that's Esther. 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 Michelle Branch and Patrick Carney welcomed their first child together per the screenshot no, you put in. Okay. Actually, no, you missed the full news. That's an old screenshot. The idea was they got married. So they oh, got, they got married. They okay. got married. And why I thought this was really funny 
was because literally every single time they talk about this couple, because everyone's like, Michelle Branch is dating the guy for the Black Keys, question mark, and they have been for two years. They use one photo. They've only had one photo to use. Oh, there's only one Getty photo photo. of them? It's just that photo. And now we have two photos. Isn't that incredible? That's good. Two photos. It'll be easier for them to be everywhere to us with those photos. You get it? You get it? I got it. Because you're everywhere to us. Yeah. I should like have that. sung that. I should have sung that at karaoke. Ugh, that would have been good. There's plenty of time. This is my favorite one. Of oh, the Patrick day. Schwarzenegger revealing that he's sober from wheat. As if I didn't think that Patrick Schwarzenegger was the lamest person alive. Like I already <laughs> thought this, so this just confirms my mind. I'm looking. It's 4:20. Legalize it. I'm looking through my feed, looking for some people celebrating 4:20 like me, especially celebs. Like I want some celebs to be like happy 4:20. Blaze it. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I love see that. This post. It's a picture of none other than cool guy Patrick Schwarzenegger, and he, it's a picture of him, and he's got um, he's got he's holding a peace sign, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this this is gonna be good. He's probably like 420 legalize it, you know, which is res- which I respect. Right. Yes. Um, and so I read the caption, and it throws me for such a loop that I my entire high is just ruined by it. He ruined my high. Read it. This is the darkest story. It's ever really told. funny. It's really funny. This is like honestly darker than what's the darkest story you've ever heard. This is the darkest story. Darkest. It's one story. of them. The twist employed here. Oh my god. Okay. Fun story. Also starting with fun story. Fuck you. It's fun never story. gonna be fun. A few years ago, four exactly, I showed up a little high to Easter brunch. Classic. Right now I'm like, yeah, man. My old man, that would be Arnold, asked why. I said, I don't know, makes things more fun. Sorry, it says, I don't know, makes thing more fun. True, one thing, it's just Easter. He replied, how much more fun do you need to have? Life is so good. I'm high on life. I never want anything that would take me out of my current life. Being high on life is better than anything else. Fuck. And then he forgot an end quote. Being high on life is better than anything else. Oops. On end quote. That's what Arnold said. Long yeah. story short, actually, this was a short story. Haven't smoked since then. Just high on life now. Happy and healthy and can't thank God enough to see another day. Happy 420. Sorry if that was a buzzkill. Lol. Literally wow. the biggest buzzkill of my life. Who cares, Patrick Schwarzenegger? <laughs> Who even are you? And the photo is him doing a selfie with the peace sign. I don't like that we're giving Patrick Schwarzenegger attention. I know. I honestly agree. I don't like him. But he is providing some hilarious things like posting this on 420. Life is good. I'm high on life. I'm high on life. Being mm. high on life is better than anything else. I don't think so. Is it better than Gloria Bell, Patrick Schwarzenegger? No. Is it better than Gloria Bell, Patrick Schwarzenegger? And also, I can be high on life and stoned. So, like, get out of my business. <laughs> this, <laughs> like, Easter, this Easter mention reminds me of last night when we were at dinner and w- two of our friends were there and one of them was our friend Lala, the other one was our friend Spencer, and they were just coincidentally wearing extremely complimentary outfits. Like, they looked like they had planned their outfits to match. And at one point, they were, like, nuzzling against each other. And I was like, oh, look, it's it's mom and dad wearing their Easter bests or something. And Lindsay was like, are you kidding? Like, they're not celebrating Easter. Number one, Spencer's Jewish, and Lala literally said before coming here, I didn't realize Easter was that big of a deal. <laughs> I didn't realize Easter was this big of a deal. It's hilarious. She, it was more like this. She turned to me and she was like, I just like didn't realize Easter was such a thing. <laughs> and, I, and, and I think what she meant was like people on Instagram like performing Easter. I guess Easter. that's fair. I mean, like, uh, over Eastering. the years. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's true. Because over the years, 
performative celebrations have become um, more and more prevalent on Instagram where it's like, we look for any excuse to celebrate a day. Like National Siblings Day. No one knew what the fuck National, National Siblings Day was until Instagram. Day. Did you see There's so that? many. There are so many holidays that did not exist before Instagram or but did not Easter exist in the mainstream. And now we're like, oh, yeah, because Easter lets you post like throwbacks with your family and the Easter bunny and throwbacks with your parents at the Easter table and eating candy. It's just like we will celebrate holidays more now so that we can take a photo I just feel like the more social media, the more something becomes a thing. So like yeah. Lala no, that's saying true. that that's, was actually really funny because it's like basically what's happening is that Easter has always been an important thing. It's like one of the more important Christian holidays. Am I right? Catholic. Yeah. Christian, I mean, whatever. Uh, both. Catholic, at least growing up, it was like, you, they would always say it at, at mass. They'd be like, well, you know, Christmas gets all the attention, but Easter is the, the bigger miracle. Exactly. Easter is like the true miracle. Exactly. Actually, they say that about Passover too, because Hanukkah gets a lot of attention because it's near Christmas, but it's actually like Rosh Hashanah Christian Passover. people also celebrate Passover, but then the moment they transition to Easter, the Jewish r- religion is like, nah, don't pay attention to that. We're not paying attention to that well, day. Well, you know, it's like not one that long day. book. It's all it's one long book, but we don't read the second book. <laughs> yeah, that's Do you know what I mean? It's like Harry so Potter, like, but we don't recognize like the later books as look, canon. We listened, we we celebrated Passover. The the Christians are gonna do something <laughs> crazy on Sunday, just like close Instagram. We're not gonna pay attention to that. I mean, being Jewish is truly just being like, I don't want to read the, the books. Like, I'm not reading Fifty being, Shades of I'm not reading being, Fifty Shades of Grey, like two or three or whatever. Being Jewish is watching only the first four seasons of Game of Thrones. Yes, 100%. Being Jewish is reading the first um, Lord of the Rings and never returning. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Like, why read on? Being Jewish, you got is, it. being Jewish is the first tape of Titanic on VHS. Truly. It's the first tape your of mom Titanic. Is like, your mom is yeah. like, it didn't sink. <laughs> it did not sink, Lindsay. It didn't sink. <laughs> Honestly, when I was younger, I used to watch the first tape of Sound of Music. I think I've talked about that because the second tape was like when the Nazis came and I'd be like, no. You talked about that. Nope. 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 I don't recognize the second tape of um, Sound of Music. I just recognize that they're happy and singing. I mean, that movie gets dark fast. So Honestly, that's more fun. That's more fun. Yeah, but like they fuck at the end of tape one and then you're like, oh, great. They're going to be together like, forever. Oh, great. They're in love. Amazing. We love it. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what else is happening? Oh, Naomi Osaka. Know. Naomi Osaka has a boyfriend. Now that Naomi Osaka is like the most famous tennis player in the world, she's getting the press coverage um, that famous people often receive, which is that, oh, she's dating someone we've never heard of. So let's I talk know. about it. Can I be controversial and say she's not the most famous tennis player in the yeah, world? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess she's not the most. She's currently the hottest tennis player in the world, not the most famous. Like she's number one ranked tennis player in the world, she's yes, the but most, is she the most famous? No, obviously. She's it's the hottest still... in terms of like like trending. She's the most trending tennis player, no, she's, but she's not the most famous. No, she's ranked number one. She's literally the number one ranked ten- tennis player, but she is not as popular, obviously, yeah. as Serena and Venus. Sorry. Serena Williams, yeah. Um, She's dating a rapper named uh, YNB. Corday. YMB Corday. The Bossip's, Bossip's lead is hilarious because it's like same. It says, love, love. It appears that number one tennis player in the world, Naomi Osaka, is dating rapper YNB Corday. And then the lead is, well, we certainly didn't see this coming. It's like same, Bossip. Who is this person? I mean, I didn't either because last time I saw Naomi Osaka, she was getting harassed by Ellen on Ellen about like having a crush on Drake. Ugh. Do you remember this? I think we talked about this, maybe. We talked about this in the show, yeah. She we was did. like getting bullied by Ellen, and I was like, don't you want to fuck Drake? Do you like Drake? I think you like Drake. You like Drake. You're Drake, Drake, Drake head. Ellen and was then being an asshole. Ellen was like, so no, Naomi please. posted a photo of this guy, a video on her Instagram, and said, can't take this guy anywhere with like hearts. 
But then as Bossa points out, there was no there was no reciprocal claiming IG post from Somebody's Corday yet. But we may see Danny Amendola over there, am I right? Pulling a Danny Amendola. He's Amandola. a Danny Amendola. He doesn't want to he doesn't want to live a, a public life. Good for them. Do we know anything else about this guy? You have some research here. Yeah, he's part of the YBN group of which the only one you may have heard of was YMB, YBN Almighty J, but also I feel like I can't even like name a song by any of these guys, but like mm. That's more my problem, I guess. I say, hunt bag, hunt bag, get it right back. Switch it up, flip it up, bet you like that. So put your number on this paper, cause I would love to take you up on a lovely day. Don't care what your last situation I got to spoil that late girl. We should talk about Stephanie Pratt, because I think you're right here, which is that I'm obsessed they're starting this drama now so that we can put it in the show. Right. So, I so okay. I don't have a ton of insider knowledge about this, even though I wrote this Hills cover for Cosmo. But basically, what happened was, which I find so 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 funny, is that you know the show was supposed to come out in April. That was the date they originally gave mm-hmm. us. Actually, when I did it in like January, they were like, "Oh, it'll come out like March, April. We're not sure of the date yet, but by the time your thing goes up, we'll have the date." Okay. And I was like, well, can I see any episodes? Can I see any cuts? No, no, no. We don't have – there's nothing ready. I'll try. I'll try nothing, nothing. So I get nothing. I see nothing. I write this based off nothing. And then they put the date – they release the date, which is April. Okay. And they put the right. date in the piece, uh-huh. in the print. And then by the time the online one comes out, the date has been pushed back. Okay. And so it's like – it's it's funny because the print has the wrong date. Uh-huh. And so they're like, oh, sorry, blah, blah, blah. And we weren't the, the – Cosmo wasn't the only one to do it. Vogue also gave them a huge story with a, with a huge photo shoot and everything. Like they made the rounds in terms of press. And so literally it comes out that not only is like there no date, it's going to be summer because there are reshoots because there's not enough drama, which is actually something yeah. that – I asked them about because I felt like, oh, you know, you're adults. Like, how are you going to create the same sure. drama you did when you were teenagers? And they kind of all were like, oh, there's plenty of drama because there's old – There's we all they're have like, old – They're like, oh, they're going to write something for us. <laughs> well, it was just like – they were just like, we all have old mm-hmm. drama to, that comes back when we ever we hang out, okay. whatever. And, and they kind of made it also seem like, you know, Spencer has always got something up his sleeve because really this is his ship to steer. Okay. Because they made it seem like, or they kind of told the story, Spencer went to MTV, Spencer went and did this, Spencer really advocated for the Hills and like to get it back on TV, okay. basically, which is makes this even more convincing. So now it's revealed that the show is doing reshoots to, to up the drama and it is not coming out until the summer. But I think they did give it a date. It was like July or something. July? Yeah. Is there an, is there an actual date? June 24th, it says. This was as of April 2nd, but this was – so TBD. Okay. So mm. now mm. it comes out mm. that – now it now it comes out we'll that see. Stephanie Pratt and Spencer Pratt – Stephanie Pratt is on the Hills reboot. And now it says that Stephanie and Spencer are in a huge fight and that she's been disowned apparently from her family because she's fighting with Spencer. And she apparently doesn't like Heidi. She calls Heidi the devil. That's what she says. And she has her own – oh, my God. She has her own podcast. He has a podcast and she has a podcast, obviously. Um, his is Make Spidey Great Again. Hers is called Prattcast because, as you know, she's famous in England because she was on Made in Chelsea. Classic. So they call her the Made in Chelsea star, which cracks me up. Um, and she says that her parents, mm-hmm. like, care about him more and they're, mm-hmm. you know, 
whatever. And she put on Instagram, um, well, you are living with the evil around you, quote unquote. Well, you are married to the devil, meaning that Heidi is the Heidi is the devil. And my whole thing with this is that could they be in a fight? Sure. But like, is it more likely that they're in a fight to drum up more press sure. for the Hills, Absolutely. which its date just got extended and we need to keep the excitement around the show? Yes. Uh, and you already, you firsthand, you know that they're, they're yeah, having some issues I'm not even, with finding it's not even drama like me or unconvincingly it's like literally this relying has been on drama. In every single publication, the only reason you would need reshoots is because like something mm-hmm. is not mm-hmm. shot. We don't, we are missing storyline. We don't have enough to do this. Um, but it's interesting because this drama yeah. is just Pratt's. Like, I wonder if, like, Spencer was like, will anyone else, like, help me drum up some, like, press for this? And everyone was like, we already did our job. We shot this show. We have kids to worry about. So he was like, Stephanie, you know, the Pratt's are kind of, like, known for this, both of them. And I don't <laughs> think that they give a shit that yeah. this fight or whatever is maybe fake (laughs) you know it's fascinating you know yeah i'm just really looking forward to watching the show because i have no idea what to expect which is kind of i mean i'm definitely gonna watch it i just i feel like it could immediately be so boring and it wouldn't surprise me just because it feels very it feels like it's if it's if it was so boring they had to literally do reshoots like think about how boring shows are and don't have to do reshoots sometimes well also they also we talked about this last week but it's like they fucked up yeah. the publicity calendar so badly that it's like they're going to have to find another way to increase momentum now yeah. that we're going to stop talking yeah. about it pretty soon you know great story but release at the exact wrong time no, That's I even know. funnier, and where it's like, and they're having to talk about a show that they can't even predict at this yeah. point. They're the most toxic people I've ever met. Stephanie Pratt is not holding back. I'm going to expose them for who they are. The show may be called The Hill's New Beginnings. Feel the rain on your skin. But it sounds like the Stephanie versus Spidey drama is deep-rooted and here to stay. I'm not going to pretend that Spencer and Heidi are good people. We are not on good terms. We are not on speaking terms. I do not consider them my family. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? So what is she up to? So much. She's doing some spawn? Literally so much. Rita Ora partners with uh, Konica Brands for Prospero tequila. Rita is getting her own tequila brand. And I'm going to drink it. I love it. Rita Ora tequila. I cannot wait. She's going to be the chief <laughs> creative partner, which means literally nothing. They ask her a million times what she's going to do, and it's unclear. I think she's going to take Instagram photos where she holds the tequila near her face, which she goes, I cannot she wait. Go- <laughs> this, this answer. As chief creative partner, I, along with Roy, oversee the marketing, creative, and the content produced around Prospero. This gives me the amazing opportunity to be hands-on and really put my creative stamp on this so partnership. Rita has a nine-to-five job. I don't job. want to give too much away, <laughs> but my main objective in this year is to produce a brand that I'm excited about and to make it accessible to consumers across the country. Um, I'm obsessed with Rita or having a job. Hi. I oversee marketing, creative, and content produced around the tequila brand Prospero. Uh, Non-American singer slash creative partner for Prospero Tequila brand, Rita Ora. I love that Rita Ora wants to cosplay having a real job, you know? I mean, that we talk about this all the time. It's like the Ariel Winter quote where she like 
thinks it's fun. She, in the dream, she works in an office where she's like, I want to work in an office. You know that Rita's just going to like promote this brand and like, you know, put the creative into her into her music videos. She's going to put the tequila in the music videos. She's going to do all the things. I I got to say, I'm thrilled, though, that it's like a woman doing a, a liquor brand yeah. and not fucking Ryan Reynolds and George Clooney. And did you read? I mean, I read the whole thing and what she really loves about it, which I also think is great, is the tequila maker is a woman. Is a woman, yeah. I support this endeavor. I'm glad that she's now a businesswoman, that she works in an office. Rita Ora in a cubicle. Imagine that. Rita Ora in a cubicle. I mean, cubicle. I gotta say, Rita Ora's music, I obviously, you know, like most of it or like some of it, but Rita Ora as Star of Detective Pikachu and running a tequila brand, those are my two favorite things she's done so far. I love tequila and I love Pikachu. You do love tequila. So she released the video for Carry On, which I think honestly is a great video. And the reason that video is so good is because it's like a movie tie-in. So it had a budget. And also had a clip from Detective Pikachu. She wears a yellow detective coat. And it's stunning. And she's walking around the town. What's the town? The city that they're in? Oh, I don't remember the name of the Whatever it is. It's like, she's walking around looking for Pikachu. She's got a flashlight. She's like, she's she's being an investigator. But scroll down, just like scroll down all this other stuff. They release some photos from the movie. And there's one uh-huh. of Rita looking like Elizabeth Holmes. She's Elizabeth Holmes. looking at. So she's a, looking like, oh, oh, she's looking at a, at a vial. Yes! Photoshop that picture uh, of Rita into the Elizabeth Holmes documentary poster. And we've got ourselves a meme that no one cares about except for us. The town is called, I'm trying to find out the name of the town, Rhyme City. Oh, Rhyme City. Okay, but look at these photos of Rita. She's a scientist. That she looks first incredible. One, she's, she's a scientist. She's using some sort of iPad thing to do something. And the other one, she's looking at a vial. She's Women a researcher. Women in STEM. Rita's in STEM. Women in STEM. She also went bra. No, she went bottomless, licks her fingers, and flaunts insane curves and skimpy lingerie for sexy Easter she snap. She posts the Also, that was an old she Easter snap. She posts it every year. Every year she posts she, the same. Every year she posts this. I think this is number three. It's wild because I never forget them because they're so sexy that, like, I'll never forget them. Whenever she posts them, I'm like, these again? Rita. It's her, like in her underwear and a crop top, but also bunny ears, <laughs> eating egg candy. No, it's fully the most, it, what's so funny about it is it's like, it's the most representative of Rita ever, which is like taking a hall, like taking a moment and like making it so sexy that it's unav- like, it's almost uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean. And that's exactly what's happening here. And the other thing was that Rita was involved in the um, viral Lil Dicky uh, Save the Earth music video, which I don't know if you watched mm-hmm. this, but. I didn't. It's interesting because it's like silly because he's a silly rapper, but then the song is like mm-hmm. Save the Earth and it involves Leonardo DiCaprio and like they're going to give all the money, like the proceeds to Leonardo DiCaprio and to like, the Earth. so it's like good because it's earth awareness for earth. cynical teenagers and stuff like that because it's like funny and stupid and earth, like save the earth. We, have, well, we love the earth. We saw plenty of proof this week that the teens, this the teens in this generation are extremely woke and good. They are. No, they are. The creation the creation uh, TikTok of the girl <laughs> that was talking so about good. how bad billionaires are. I was like, wow, teens are good. Lil Dicky released this song. It's viral because it has so many people in it. Bieber, Grande, Halsey. Aura. Hallie, Aura. Ste- Hallie Aura. Steinfeld. Sean Mendes, Poof. And yes, Rita Ora, who plays a wolf. I'm a wolf. I'm a- Best part about this is you haven't watched this, but... So they all play like different animals. Animals. But then some of them just are like the voice... Of like a country, and guess okay. who is India? Who? Megan Trainer. Why? I don't know. But there's literally a part where Megan Trainer goes like, "We love you, India." Wait, hold on. Can I play? We love you, India. Did you hear that? 
<laughs> we love you, India. And you're like, what? Because we just literally went from like Ed Sheeran as like a koala to Megan Trainer being like, we love you, India. I'm sorry. CGI Leonardo DiCaprio is insane looking. But it's him. Holding the earth. Is Leo going to stop climate change? Like, are the history books going to say Leonardo DiCaprio stopped climate change? I don't think anyone's going to stop climate change, but I think if anyone actually has, like, the – if anyone could, it's Leo because (laughs) he's so genuinely motivated and not greedy in terms of this specific project. Like, I literally think that he's trying to offset his his karmic load in that, like, he is such a fuckboy. I don't have time. I don't have time for a relationship. That's why I have to keep like breaking up with these women and finding new women because like I can't devote my life to one woman because I'm focused on the earth. Well, it's true, but also I literally think he's like, you know, I'm such a fuckboy that like to make up for that in this life, I'm going to also like save, I'm gonna the, save planet. the earth. And like, well, I'm sorry, is God going to be like no to me after I'm like literally save the earth? Like, what do you give a shit that I fucked with headphones on? That's true. You know? <laughs> That's very true. But it's good but yeah, because so he's our he's only... not gonna save he's not gonna stop climate change. I mean, We're all gonna burn up. I mean, It'll be awful. I mean if there's something we could do. If anyone can stop it, it's Leo. It's the point of no return. Let's just have fun and enjoy it. Let's just have fun and enjoy Rita in Detective Pikachu in May. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We've been recording for so long. We're gonna cut so much of this, but thank you so much for listening. Um, it was a great, a great, great, great episode. I loved being with all of you. Uh, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and patreon.com slash weekly. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We've been getting a lot of reviews. Keep writing them. They're so much There's fun to so read. so much fun to read. I love also, when you buy say that tickets. Bobby Talks Too Fast. It's so fun. Uh, Bobby, Bobby Talks Too Fast. Buy tickets for our Nashville, D.C. and Boston shows. What else? And also That's check it. us out when Call we're in, in Nashville at the Podex Conference. Um, yes, yeah, so we're going to be doing panels. It's going to be so Call fun. Call 619 who them and leave questions, comments, concerns, corrections. We love it. And we will see you on Friday. Have a great week. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Yesterday. Happy birthday and oh, Earth Day. Ha- ha- bye. Happy Earth Day, Leonardo DiCaprio. Happy birthday, bye. Bobby. Bye. Oh, bye. We love you, India. We love you. All. You will Yeah. Famous.